Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu and welcome back to the verbal outpost where today we've been talking about in inverted commas cancel culture we've been talking about what it is and in the first half of the show we went through well, we did a little bit of trivia I read some of the statements that people were cancelled for and when and, and then we determined what the outcome was for that particular individual that made those statements so we did that and really the purpose of that was just to get an idea of what cancel culture looks like and again i say cancel culture in inverted commas i get there's a lot of con negative connotations and it is a very loaded term but i'm only using that term because a lot of people are familiar with what it refers to and what it means. Then we had a quick look at the definition, how we defined it our, our own ways. And some of the things we talked about were public figures. We talked about them being held to account, mainly public figures. We talked about being held to account. We talked about how there will be a collective uh, judge, jury and execution of a particular person. So it will be a whole herd of people. We talked about how there'll be cause to boycott that person and banish them. And typically it's done through social media. And then just now we were talking just before we went to break about what, what sort of things are causing this. So the obvious one being social media, we talked about Twitter being quite a toxic, toxic environment and, and a lot of trolling. And then, uh, yeah, we, we, we talked very briefly about a local Muslim organization that was, yeah, the, there's a bit of a mockery that was made locally on social media. Well, not locally, but locally and social media, everything, both digital and physical worlds. And then now, uh, yeah, we're just talking about some of the causes of it, this herd mentality, uh, people having this collective outrage and then do you think do you think one of the reasons for it as well is that people have become a lot again this is a, it's not my opinion i'm just saying there's this commonly held view that some people have that people are a lot softer now and they can't take any criticism or opinions that differ from their own do you think do you think that's a trend that we're seeing that people are becoming much softer than they were? Yeah, they talk about snowflake generation, millennials not being tough enough mentally, mental health problems. I think there is a lot of, you know, as you, as you term it, people getting soft, as it were. But um, with that, I apply a bit of context. It's not going to apply please. to every single please, scenario. Please do. Yeah, please do. <laughs> Otherwise, we're, we're not going to be here next week. <laughs> might be on the receiving end of that cancellation. <laughs> but yeah, I think, you know, again, it's not going to apply to all statements out there. You know, people of authority, especially, um, need to be responsible with what they say because they will have some form of influence and, you know, um, status, really. So they do need to be mindful about what they say and how they say it. But again, you know, I mentioned earlier that at the end of the day, we are all human, so there's no protection, if you like, to say that we're, we're, 
we're always going to be safe from saying the wrong thing or in the wrong context. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, and the whole being soft thing, um, I think people are more sensitive to it now. Um, and I, the reason I think that is because there's other th other factors that play into it as well. So you mentioned mental health, Hamza, where that's a big thing now in the last, what, five mm. years or so, where we can't just tell people are oh, toughen up, you know, whatnot, where that is now seen as an offensive thing to say to somebody. How can you, you know, be a man, you know, <laughs> don't act like a woman. That sort of, th th those sort of comments on no longer apply, you know, where that was acceptable yeah. to say maybe 15, 20 years ago isn't acceptable now. So I think these things factor into um, this whole mentality of, cancelling or calling people out when someone says something that no longer applies what if, okay if, if we're going by that line of thinking then what if we change the context a little bit so rather than somebody from you know pr firm or whatever um it's somebody who's got mental health and he's going to um a gym and he's got a personal trainer and he says, come on, toughen up, keep going, don't stop now, don't be weak. You know, whatever he says, you know, to that effect, would that be deemed as inappropriate just because they have mental health? I'm not saying, you know, again, I'm not downplaying mental health. There is a real issue. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying that, you know, we have to apply a bit of context and sensibility as well. And I think that's the real important thing is context and... I don't want to say common sense because I know a lot of people throw that word around, but situa people's situation are, are going to vary significantly. Mm. And mental health, unfortunately, you know, it, it is a serious issue. Yeah. Is, it is very common. Um, has it increased more in recent years? I'm not sure. And it's interesting is because... It, it I, I, I was going to say, yeah, go yeah, it could be that it's always been there, but it's just exactly. never been recognised. Yeah, yeah. So where, where do you draw the line in as it become more predominant and more, you know, out, out there? Yeah, yeah. And in my opinion, I think we recognise it and we we acknowledge it a little bit better. So just mm. something like, um, if we take something like postnatal depression, mm. I don't know if you go to some pakistani communities it's you know what you're doing just there's an expectation that a woman gives birth and then the next day she has to be yeah, scrubbing toilets and cleaning the kitchen and cooking meals for the whole family the next day after coming out of the hospital so i think there's a bit more recognition of it now however having said that as always i think being completely honest there's there's, there's always a minority that do rinse that out a little bit and pin things on mental health when really it's more about them not being tough enough to deal with some of the realities of life because listen, let's face it we're in our 30s and life is pretty cruel it's pretty harsh mm. and yeah th there's more than just us out there so the world isn't going to revolve around me the world will happily uh, continue working and operating uh, without me in it. So, yeah, you, you've got to go out and make things happen if you want something to happen. 
I think that's a good point, and and it reminds me of of a talk that I listened to not too long ago, where uh, you know the point being made was that when we look at our own self, you know, we say that we've got lots of nuances that apply to ourselves. We need time. We need to do this. We need to do that. But in the same sense that somebody else is a human, just like us, we don't apply that. You know, they could have nuances, and there's a lot more going on. It could be for all we know, this guy who said X Y Z statement. He might have had some situation at home going on that's, you know, put him put his sensibility out of whack a bit, and you know he's not really thought about what he's saying properly. So, I think we need to apply that as well. You know, again, going back to that human element. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, sorry. I was also going to add, but I mean, these people that are saying these comments and then being called out about it, as Hamza mentioned sort of early on, it's usually people are in a position of power or a celebrity we're not really talking about individuals who just post something and not think anything of it so you know calling people out on sort of mental health and whatnot i don't know if that will apply unfortunately to celebrities and people you know who are in a position of power Mm. they can't use it as an excuse i mean why why can't somebody who's in a position of power have some form of mental health concerns they can but then uh, for so when you start calling this person out because they've posted something on Twitter and then that person they think, oh, no, you know what, uh, he, he was he was having a stressful time or whatnot. I feel like people won't excuse them for that or they'll feel as if, look, they're using it as an excuse. Um, I think people are a lot more harsh with those sort of people. Um, and I don't think they'll get a chance to throw out the mental health being an issue or I've just gone through a divorce and you know I wasn't thinking clearly or I was drunk and I posted it (laughs) (laughs) oh that that classic one (laughs) well actually do do you know what you know there's an American actress so you know Roseanne remember that TV yeah I remember the TV comedy so she made some statements and I'm pretty sure she made exactly those um she well not defended it but um she asked people to be a bit more considerate because she was under an immense amount of stress and i think she may have been a little bit tipsy at the time as well (laughs) she'd been drinking so i mean things like that do happen and i think raheel's point is accurate around ultimately these public figures are just us it's just they're in the public eye they're still human ultimately And they are gonna they're just as flawed as us and they're gonna make mistakes. Exactly. They're gonna make comments that are controversial or that are not received the way they intended it to. And then Shafiq, your point about people being less forgiving when it comes to mental health, when it comes to a public figure. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I mean, from what I remember with Roseanne, it was the exact same thing where people were like, well, we don't care you're racist and that was it so all right well then so at the moment we've been talking about public figures and at the moment i feel like the conversation is very much about in the middle of the spectrum okay where it's a little you know how we talk about it being a bit more nuanced and things on a spectrum i feel like we're in the middle of that what about if we go further out and we hear some quite what we would deem quite offensive statements okay that public figures have made that are quite insulting to islam and to muslims if we just a very recent example just taking 
pictures or things that mock our Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, insult our Deen or insult any sort of you know, other religions or our prophets. What happens in those scenarios then? Because we've got some more extreme scenarios there on those sides. I think we need to, as, as we mentioned earlier, just take that context into play to understand what is the intention behind such an action. Um, were they intentionally being malicious? But, but let me just put it into context because well, a number of times, most, uh, so I agree context is very important and where so i think where somebody is trying to have a conversation about it a grown-up sensible conversation i think that's very different to somebody making a mockery and usually uh with these pictures that people get annoyed at it's because they feel under attack they feel like their religion is constantly um being attacked, being made fun out of, being mocked regularly, and yeah, may feel like second-class citizens. So what, what what happens in that particular scenario? Because the argument against it, or the argument for it, will be, well, it's freedom of speech. So what about those scenarios? The thing about freedom of speech is, it's there's no there's no um, definition of where we draw the line. And and for me, something like freedom of speech, it needs to be something where you are allowed to say things, but you need to be sensible about it and not be offensive. Like, for example, you know, the cartoons, somebody should do a bit of research, perhaps, and say, okay, is this going to be offensive? And take that into consideration. Yeah, and uh, go on. No, 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 go on. I was, sorry, go on. Yeah, uh, so, you know, take into context of your audience is basically the point I'm trying to get at is, you know, whatever you're going to do, whatever you're going to say, take your audience into consideration and understand the. But likewise, the audience needs to understand why they've said those things or done those things as well. I think there needs to be a conversation, in, you know, between the two sides to understand, have a mutual understanding and you know take it from there really i don't think the first thing anybody should do is jump on the bandwagon of you know let's boycott this guy or you know he should lose his job he should get sacked or in some cases he should face the death penalty as it were mm. i don't think we should i don't think that should be the first step taken i think there's a lot more steps in, you know between somebody saying something or doing something and that point at the end okay i like that point because yeah yeah I think in the way that we respond to it, in the way that we respond to it, it it should, it feels like with a lot of these scenarios, it escalates from zero to a hundred within split seconds, just immediately. Mm. You know, the saying of taking a sledgehammer to a nut with people <laughs> who have built their careers over 30, 40 years, immediately yeah. you just destroy that person's career within a few minutes, within a couple of days, because they've said something that's been misinterpreted okay and then you talked about so i think that's a very good point i do agree with that wholeheartedly is that this should be it should gradually progress it should gradually 
escalate depending on the scenario and the situation and ideally you, you don't want it to go any further yeah? yeah so you want to contain it as much as possible but i think that works very well where somebody has is, intends well i think the sticking point for me really if i'm completely honest it's people will use freedom of speech to bash mm. Muslims, basically, right? We'll use freedom of speech, but then those exact same people will cause, will try to suppress certain voices and will try to censor other voices that they don't like. And I think that's the issue that I have is the hypocrisy of all of it. Yeah, is I mentioned that... that earlier in the beginning, didn't I? Where mm. some people feel like they don't have the freedom, you know, they'll feel, they're fearful of voicing their opinion, you know, because it doesn't fall under the popular opinion. And that's exactly what happened with the actress from The Mandalorian. Is that she said that her, I mean, her opinion, I think, is complete. I think it's an awful comparison to make the one that she did. But mm. she was complaining about how is that different from hating someone for their political views? That was her comments. So, yeah, just making that an analogy. But... I mean, it was Disney that sacked her, but Disney in itself is quite hypocritical as well, to be honest. Yeah, they sacked her and, you know, sort of maintained the position that, oh, you know, we're, uh, we have these sort of views and opinions and, you know, we disagree with her on this, yet they're quite... Uh, there was a whole thing about them filming Mulan movie. Uh, I don't know if you heard about that or not, but where they filmed it uh, was where Muslims are being detained. And they were okay. using it, yeah, um, and there was a big, uh, so they were trying to do a whole cancel culture thing for that particular movie. Okay. Um, yeah, because um, the Rohingya Muslims, uh, they were being retained there, and they were like, "Look, why are you filming in a location where you know Muslim?" But obviously, they were, uh, that movie was being f partly funded by China. So, okay. <laughs> so yeah, so th there was <laughs> there was an element there where Disney had to defend China because yeah, yeah. you know they've been funded by it so you know it's like well, what are you then you know is it, it... <laughs> oh, sorry I just, I just find it really <laughs> difficult i boycott disney's to be honest uh, i just think yeah you know do what you want to be honest i'm not going to be promoting disney so you've you've cancelled um so i've cancelled so disney, yeah. disney then yeah, well, you've, uh, yeah. you've cancelled you've cancelled disney yeah i'm not personally. out there yeah i won't be out there promoting anything they're doing and <laughs> I won't the question yeah. is if would, do you go out there and, and bash disney or is it just you've applied that to yourself oh no no it's it's a personal thing but there, but there are people out there who are calling disney out and companies out like that where you've just bashed Disney on public radio. <laughs> so, I think. Um, I think the ten yeah, people yeah. that heard me say it uh, <laughs> <laughs> aren't, yeah. aren't going to be too concerned. Yeah, yeah. I think we. I, I think. think so. I think we're all right. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think so. Um, but but you know that's in. Because ultimately, Shafiq, you've now boycotted somebody. You've done it personally, I understand that. But is there, the, the, 
is this a merit to this freedom of speech and uh, that's almost unlimited as long as you don't incite any hatred towards any, anyone or say anything illegal um, you've got freedom of speech to say whatever we want um, what about those scenarios where even recently with China in the western province where uh, China's holding majority Muslim prisoners in these concentration type camps and you've had a lot of companies now in the west that have boycotted uh, China so what, what what about those scenarios where actually we would probably say it's quite important would we would we so say that? The, the other end of the spectrum who are almost mm. yeah I, I think I think in those situations where you can see somebody is clearly you know um, anti-whatever or completely against something that's not an issue um you know whether it's religion or whatever then yeah, they, I don't believe they should be given a platform because that's promoting some form of hate, isn't it? And that's the wrong way to go about it. But if, again, the context is going to come, it's going to come back to the context. If somebody has done or said something and you can clearly see it's not in their normal line of action or doing things or saying things, and it's just, you know, a slip of the tongue and they it got taken out of context, it was misworded, whatever then that's a different scenario but here obviously we're talking about people who are you know um haters if you like mm. so yeah I, I don't think there should be any issues in cancelling them as it were yeah and i think there's an important distinction between the law as well so i know we've talked about public figures and we've talked about when they've made statements within the law we've talked about them making statements within the law and but then there is the bit around what about when they make statements uh, outside the law? What, or, or what about when it's individuals on social media who go and call for a particular type of people to be executed or let's round them up or people that are supporting known terrorists, right? Like in New Zealand or, yeah, or ISIS. What happens in those scenarios where um, you've got people who are supporting them? So private individual is doing something illegal. I mean, to be honest, I, I, I don't think I even need to ask that. It's a no-brainer. No yeah, it is a no-brainer. But I think what people should do is obviously, if if someone thinks it's illegal what they're saying, then contact Twitter, contact Facebook, and report. You can report it. You can report a post, can't you? You report the post, yeah. and if they if it gets enough traction, Facebook or Twitter, or whoever, they'll they'll delete it or get rid, ban the user, yeah. or look at Trump. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, it, is he back on? I don't know if he's back on actually, but yeah, you got banned, didn't he? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, absolutely. And 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 if it goes beyond that, report people to the police as well. Mm. Report them to the police. Yeah. So, all right, we are almost at the end. So what we've been talking about so far, we've been talking about in inverted commas cancel culture. Okay. We've talked about what it is. We've given some examples of people that have been cancelled uh, for making certain statements. We have talked about, uh, so we defined what it was, we're mainly public figures, but it can also in include private individuals, private individuals, where they are publicly held to account and then collectively 
judge, jury, and executed, and they are boycotted for whatever reason, usually through social media, banished for holding opinions or making statements that are different to inverted commas, commonly held views. Okay, then we talked about yeah the, the pros and cons of it. So we've talked about freedom of speech. We've talked about where this culture's sort of originated from, how it's emerged. Uh, we've talked about the importance context. We talked about in the middle of the spectrum. And actually in the middle of the spectrum, it's quite important for Muslims yeah, to make excuses for other people. So we should be making excuses where it's a little bit more nuanced. Um, but then we've got the extremes on either side where people are saying quite offensive things uh, against Muslims, but you know, also on the other side as well, where it may be Muslims making quite offensive statements as well. So you know, there's need to be very careful in these situations um, and really ultimately just understand where if somebody's breaking the law and they're saying something that is unjust, then we we, sh we should we should report it to social media channels and we should, if necessary, report it to the police if they're calling for violence against people. Um, but really, you know, it's about being measured and seeing things on a spectrum. Don't get too offended. Yeah, it's important to be thick skinned in life. Life is tough. Okay, so we'll leave it and end it on that note. You've been listening to The Verbal Outpost, Hamza Rahil Shafiq. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.